Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So sit back, make sure your seatbelt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on as we are ready to take off on our next adventure, introducing Kim Schultz and Kimology 411. Hi everyone and welcome to Season 3, Episode 152. Our topic this evening is about Tyson and I took two different adventures. His was work, mine was fun. Even though I would go for work, it would still be fun, but that's another topic. Anyway, I'm Kim Schultz, and I'm your adventure coordinator for this show. Let's say hi to my co-host, Tyson Harley. How long's it been? You come here now. Come here. Oh, big hugs. (laughs) It has been quite a while. Like we're hit and miss, and you know we're going to be hitting and miss, and we're going to be doing two a week for coming up soon. You know why? Trips. Because I'm going to be trips. living in Omaha. Trips McTripsterton. Yeah, so we're going to have to plan. We're going to have to be doing... No, nope, not happening. <laughs> not happening. Nope, nope, and nope. There's no um, wedding in anyone's future. It's just well, maybe, going down there. Maybe in somebody's future, but not yours. Not my future, yeah, not in my future. Oh, um, no, so I'll be moving... I'll be moving down there for a couple weeks out of the month as soon as things get you know like everything is kind of busy right now but going into next year it'll be a little different uh so we'll have to we'll say be hi to warren buffett for me oh i will warren. i grew up over in that i didn't know i didn't grow up there uh last three years of high school were in that general area but on the iowa side right as i said before my mother would go commute it was close enough she could commute uh to omaha and, you know, on the Iowa side, it's not like it's bumper to bumper to get in there. Once you right. get into Omaha proper, I suppose, at the right time of morning, it's a little busy, but never horrible. Far different than now. I think Omaha's uh, grown a bit. Uh, but, yeah, I at least knew of Omaha, and we would go to that mall sometimes, uh, but didn't spend a lot of time there. So that's kind of my little area of where I finished high school. But I was a superintendent's kid. It's not like we were there the whole time. Uh, but yeah, nice area of town, uh, yeah, of, of like, the country. I like it. So anyway, so we're kind of used to the p- piling them up. And I am trying to keep these to less than an hour, more like 30 to 40 minutes. So um, this one, we're just going to talk about what we did. I went on a girl's trip um, with my high school friends, plus Melissa. We've adopted her and we've known each other for over 42, 43 years. And uh, um, uh, we went to Galveston. So we flew down to Galveston, and my one of my tax clients owns Is two Airbnbs. Is that south of Houston? I always kind of forget. It's probably south of Houston. Houston. It's General on the Air. peninsula. It's all the way yeah. by the ocean. Right. So, yeah, we flew in. We were supposed to have a direct flight. I only booked direct flights. Southwest changed my flight to stop in Dallas, and then go to Houston, which pissed me off. We had a direct on the way home, but I don't like that. If you're going to offer me a direct flight, I have a reason for the direct flight, and then they changed it. So I'm really sick and tired of all this bullshit that came out of uh, 2020, 
And so I'm hoping that it gets back to normal a little bit so that you're not just, it's like the most, yeah. it's, it's like the most, it's like, it's, there's no fun to traveling anymore because we're just expected to be like, we're not going to get you less home. customer. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, cu- like, we don't have to. Oh, we're going to be late. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Before it was like, they would be, they would be making fun of them. Be like, this one is like 82% on time. And nope. It's like this. This one is 12% on time. And this one is 9% canceled flights. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. I'm done with it. But we had good flights. I just didn't like having to get off in Dallas, and and uh, that's kind of where that is. So we went down there and um, had had a good time. The one of the problems that we encountered was when we got down there, the girls always park at the parking lot across from the airport, which is like twenty some dollars a day, and we were only going to be gone four days. It's not like we we're going to be gone ten days, and it's going to be end up being you know a lot of money it's just the fact of we were going to be gone four days and we got there and there was no parking available in that parking lot so they made us go around down into this makeshift Wait, this parking is lot down there or up in kansas city in kansas city okay at first i was thinking that when you were mentioning it earlier tonight, no we, but... we were just heading out okay they made us go around so we went down to this thing we went all the way past if we have a b terminal and a c terminal they're totally different we had to drive all the way past c terminal and walk over a mile back to the airport and they still charged us 15 dollars and 50 cents an hour i mean for a day that's bullshit. Yeah, so if it's I've out of the way them, for a certain terminal, like you should be able to show that you're from a different terminal entirely. And they, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, and there was no shuttle, yeah, there was no nothing. And um, my thing is, I already sent them one email and they didn't respond to me while I was down there. So now they're going to even get a more even, a more evil email from me telling that I don't appreciate being ignored as a customer down there. And that my friends were like, maybe we should just tell everybody to not park at KCI. They can just park at the parking spot. We've got some new parking lots happening, and um, it was it was not it that was not fun. The beginning of a trip having to basically go Sean Hayes here, yeah. (laughs) Sean Hayes here. The parking spot is not literally the parking spot. The parking spot is a place to park called with a very plain language name, the parking spot. Yeah, it's in all Thank the airports. Thank you, I'm Sean Hayes. I think they're all over in every airport. Maybe. Maybe. I figured they're probably maybe only regional. Yeah, well... Just trying to help our German yeah, listeners. You're tra- <laughs> I said the parking spot and other places like that where you can park, they're building new ones. So, yeah, it's it's it was... I mean, we survived. I didn't mind it, but... It, what if you were, you know, 90 years old or what if you're in a wheelchair? How are you going to do it? How is that going to happen? I didn't I don't know. So, I um I that's kind of where that's kind of where that, that my trip started. How did your trip start? You know, you flew out on what day? Monday. Oh, Sunday. we we flew on a, a we took off a Sunday morning and so the trip there was just fine. We did the opposite thing. We did the uh, long-term parking plus That's the shuttle. What I do. On the way, it was pretty convenient. We were there in plenty of time. And it wasn't one of those super-duper early morning flights. It's just that you needed to leave home by about 7.30. So the west side of Kansas City, if you're coming from the west side, it's a little bit of a trip, but it's an easy trip. You know what I mean? One at hour least, from my At house. least that time in the, in the morning, it was. You know, I suppose at different times, you're only hitting the outside loop. Yeah. And it reminded me of both there on the way back that there are some cities to where 8 o'clock in the morning is a nightmare regardless. 
Yeah. And that's not such a thing in Kansas City. Kansas City has traffic, but not like some Kansas city. Kansas City, but it's on 435, and it's more east. Like, right. it would be more. Like, when we're when you go to our airport, you come in on 70, and then you loop around on 435, and you go out to Missouri. So there's really not that much stuff out For there. For whatever reason, you go to northwest, uh, the northwest corner, if you will, of the loop, it's just fine. So it's all easy. It's it's all it was all very easy. And on the way, we got checked in uh, in plenty of time. I'd already done the uh, PDF boarding pass. I didn't print it, but I had it as a PDF. And so uh, the Kansas City is doing a new airport, and it's suppo- I've heard people say it's still going to be somewhat convenient. And I hope so. I hope it's not one of those garbage gargantuan ones where everybody I'm thinking where everybody be. comes down to what do you call it bottlenecks. Yeah. I've heard, I just happened to hear on the way back, uh, a driver or somebody said, oh, the other one is supposed to still have some of the convenient features. It is so eat Now, I've heard that baggage is kind of a pain and takes longer than others. But as far as getting in and getting out, Kansas City, sometimes I wonder whether or not they're not just trying to copy other cities just to copy it. But supposedly the new one may not may not be so bad. So that'll be interesting. But, you know, until you truly, it's like, is it a really, if you build it, they will come thing? Or, or do you wait until you're really topped out on traffic and then get the new airport? So I, I guess maybe they're thinking the former. But well, I've never been picked up anybody in Kansas City or done anything there where it doesn't seem like it's boom, boom, boom. Well, and I think it was the 9-11. You know, our airport was so laxed. You know, you could go anywhere you wanted in there. They literally only had half walls. So you could throw you could throw anything over that wall. So then they put in, they, they had to put in all the restaurants inside there because you could literally go through security. And it just wasn't as big of a deal. The downside is it's just not like, it doesn't have like, the shopping center. Yeah, there's no shop. You know, there's atmosphere. no. Yeah, so if just, you're waiting for your baggage and like I happen to know it takes 30 minutes, you don't really have that much to do. But as far as in and out and boom, I, yeah. I doubt a a, traf, a a a real airport is much more convenient than that. So yeah. I got my new luggage. It worked great. I got the stuff with the TSA. Uh, uh, locks and everything. I overpacked. I looked like the girl, the two of us, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the girl with the black luggage. That's <laughs> the <laughs> the uh, the the girl with the black luggage and the facial hair. So I'd done my little special, uh, you know, kind of uh, denoting my black luggage from everything else and. But uh, it, they worked really well. I had uh, some stuff I got at a discount store nearby, as far as I can tell, about half price. Um, really good Samsonite stuff. And had one other carry-on, so very easy on the way out. When I first stepped into the air, air, airplane, I am not claustrophobic. However, I just remembered, it's like, I forgot how small airplanes were. And especially because they're fuller right now, I yeah. think, than they used to be. Because are there still less flights? Yep, um, still less. And so, you know, the, the way there on the way back was supposedly, you know, full, full flights. Yeah. And I had an aisle seat both ways because I did do one of your tricks. I didn't do it quite as early as I should have. Um, but I did. It was a 24 hours before American Airlines. Before boarding, you could pick your seats. And uh, I picked, um, you could pick both, both uh, flights. 24 hours before your first flight. And uh, when I picked one, I got the aisle seat for the uh, flight there. But uh, 
on the way back, it wasn't an aisle seat. And then I checked in again later when I was kind of going, and, oh, I hadn't done, where's the boarding pass thing? I got to do some PDF or something. I don't have a printer. And at that point, I could still change my seats, and there was an aisle seat then. So, uh, yeah, it was um, a real nice flight, uh, and there was there were no no incidents or anything. So, yeah. uh, that first half before before uh, we got, I was going to Charlotte for a a big conference for the public sector and industry around the public sector uh, on on systems. So. Um, Yes, the, the flight and up to that point, you know, very, very good. I, I enjoyed it. Well, we got, so we'd land in Houston, and then we have to still drive another hour and some to get to Galveston. Uh, we picked up a car. My friend's husband works for Millionaire. They are the refueling for, like, private planes and stuff. It was beautiful, beautiful um place we got to borrow one of their cars for the for the week which was very nice that saved us what five or six hundred dollars just it was amazing all we had to do is put gas in the car wow. and that cost us like fifty dollars so we drove down and then when we were driving we were like wait a second we have to go on a ferry with our car to the to the peninsula because we were on like boulevard peninsula so then we went to walmart really fast and bought too much food because you never know what you want you're just in you know running around like crazy people and uh got on the ferry that was so cool you parked your car on the ferry and they were like this my friends were like they probably only put like 10 or 12 cars on a ferry because i mean they're heavy no there's yeah. semi trucks on these ferries there were there I were, knew there lots would be a lot of cars. cars i didn't realize any of them had semi semi trucks multiple semi trucks this thing was huge i've been on a Three ferry lanes. back when i was in seattle for a short period it was um, because I think you could do passenger fare. You wouldn't have to just have a car. I think you could go also. Yeah, this was take all this... car. Yeah. So that took about twenty minutes to you get just over. Stayed in your car? No, we got out and then we went up to the thing. I did some TikTok videos and took some pictures up there, and we got over to the peninsula. We went over to the Airbnb, which was a beautiful house on stilts. Oh my God, it was amazing. I got the captain's room because Don and Susan wanted to stay together. Melissa and Terry needed to stay what together. What did Tennille think? I don't know. I didn't ask her. I just I took it. I had a crush on Tennille when you I was did? a little one. That was when I was pretty little. She's pretty. She's pretty. I like girls. <laughs> so and Quay took the other one because I she... can't even think of what Captain looked like. Screw him. Yeah, he had he had a white hat on. He had a white hat on, maybe white a mustache. Hat on. Yeah, maybe. At some points he did in the 70s but Quay's Quay's like I cough a lot at night so I probably want to be by myself and I'm like you're in that room I'm in this room I had my own bathroom Terry and Melissa shared my bathroom I was like you can come in and out all you want you're not gonna wake me up just do what you gotta do and so yeah our house is beautiful we had pictures I have to show you pictures but it was brand new and it was probably two blocks from the beach so you could literally walk down to the beach sweet it was amazing um i would have you know it, it, it was a girl's trip was a, a little... i need to find a, a, a nudist b&b or something It'd be sweet just right next to the beach you didn't yeah have to just that'd be that'd be awesome oh, i'm but sure probably they're... a little harder to find i'm those. sure there's some out there being uh airbnbs that are near you know walking distance to like some newton's nudist beach and you don't even have to put on clothes in between yeah <laughs> it would be sweet but then again i'd have to go on trips to experience yeah, that wouldn't exactly. i exactly you can't you can't mix to. a work trip with that <laughs> no nope. i try <laughs> 
I think I saw a meme the other day that goes, I don't know, I sleep better naked. I don't understand why the stewardess doesn't understand. <laughs> but yeah, so our house was absolutely beautiful. And that first night we found a Mexican restaurant, had some amazing fajitas. I had a fajita sale and some yummy margaritas and went back to the house and just kind of watched television. They had a lot of different, You could, they had Netflix and um, HBO Max and Disney. Had a bunch of different subscriptions, so I thought that was really nice. And, and so that was, our, that was our first night on the peninsula. My first day, we did get in early. Uh, one of the uh, people who went said, well, you know, the reason I didn't want this flight is because we'll get in way early. Um, yes, it is direct, but... You know, we got to be there the other three or four days, so I was in no hurry to try to be there midday. You know, what if we can't get into our room? But uh, we could. Uh, all of our rooms were available for the entire group um, across two different hotels. So, excuse me, I've been drinking soda. And so got in nice and easy and, and packed her. I, I mean, you know, kind of settled and still had time to just rest for a little bit, you know, check out the view in downtown Charlotte. And... Uh, then uh, went and walked around and got a little bit of lay of the land without having to worry about the conference stuff starting just yet. So that was nice. It was a nice, uh, a nice hotel in downtown Charlotte. Downtown Charlotte is nice and compact, has a nice pedestrian district. And so we got a little bit of lay of the land, found out where all the various stores were, looked for, you know, uh, drug stores or Whole Foods, things like that. Try to understand where the other hotel was and get a sense of what was going on. And uh, so, yeah, uh, the first day went really, really well, and we were kind of ready to go uh, for the following day, which was the first day of the conference itself. Um, and I'm trying to think Monday is when we had to actually register, but that was kind of the first day, just get in there nice and early, uh, meet, uh, you know, meet up with uh, some of the other team members that came along and then uh, get ready for the next day. Yeah, I didn't have that, all that stuff. I just had to get up and go do some shopping. Uh, we, we stayed on the peninsula the first day because the ferry is just not the most convenient thing to have to go stand and get wait in line. And it took us, um, when we let, when we went on Thursday, it took us an hour to even get on a ferry, let alone the 20. So you're talking an hour and a half. So what you're saying is if... If you would have wanted to, you could have gone back inland and you know explored. We could have done but stuff, but no, okay. what we we did we did one day on the peninsula and one day, um, we went back into Galveston. The day we stayed on the peninsula, we went to um, eat. We went and ate uh, breakfast. Did we go eat breakfast? Yeah, because no, we ate lunch because breakfast we just had little donuts and some fruit. And then for lunch, we went and grabbed uh, and had went to a Mexican restaurant and had American food because no other place we could find for lunch was open that we wanted to go to. So they had a really good hamburger. And then we did a little bit of shopping. And then we went to the beach for a few hours. And Quay brought her tent thing so we could sit underneath that. So I was out in the sun for a little bit. And then I went out in the ocean. It was so warm. It was like bath water. It was so nice. And then we just sat and just... Melissa and Quay and I just sat and just listened. We we're like, this is so relaxing. Then that night, I think we watched a movie um, on TV and went to bed. And we didn't do a lot. We did go eat dinner. Ugh, excuse me. We finally found a, a, a marina that had a seafood place. Funny story. 
so we're sitting at the table there's six of us our waitress comes over and um she's got a uh, like she's got some tattoos and her little ear her uh, lip ring and and she, i said i need a margarita and she goes you want to top with that sweetie and i said um what's well, a topper and she goes grand marnay an extra shot of tequila and i go hell yeah i want a topper she's like i like you and so then the rest of them were ordering their stuff and and then they'd be like is that an upcharge and i was like oh my god it quite embarrassing me <laughs> And so anyway, my friend was ordering one and then she goes, does she want a topper? I said, yeah, she wants a topper. And she goes, what's a topper? I said, just say yes. And then, so anyway, brought the food, brought the appetizers and we ordered our food. And I ordered a sirloin and a baked potato. The sirloin was $18.95 and the baked potato was $1.50 more other than the other sides. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. About 20 bucks. So when they come and they deliver the food, the girl delivers all the food, another girl does, and she sits it down and she goes, you have a filet and a baked potato. And I was like, I ordered a sirloin and they gave me a filet. I know what a filet looks like because that's my favorite steak. So the waitress comes over and I'm like, excuse me, but when she dropped my steak off, she said I got a filet, but um, I didn't order a filet because that was $34. I ordered a sirloin and she goes, oh, sweetie. She goes, you know, sometimes steaks just all look alike. You got the sirloin, just enjoy. And I said, oh, okay, thanks. And I said, can I get some A1 sauce? And she goes, I will get you some A1 sauce, but I want you to take a bite of that steak before you ruin it with the sauce. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I put this A1 sauce on my potato. She goes, okay, because you're not going to need sauce for that steak. And she was right. My filet mignon was delicious. It was not a sirloin, and I paid $20. So either I got the wrong steak or my girl hooked me up because she's she liked me not like that just like because i was joking around with her and and we were having a good time so that was kind of enjoyable the next night we found this amazing pizza place in the strand which was like a little shopping area in galveston had a bunch of boutiques and like um uh touristy stops to go find right. crap and we found a uh, so did you, so you went back inland that was on thursday so thursday we got up we ate a big breakfast and we drove to the and rode the ferry over to Galveston and we ate dinner. And then after that, we came back to the hotel. We got ice cream, went to the little ice cream shop that was there um, on the on the peninsula. And we went back to the house. And and I think to Wednesday night they had the dance party. Yes, they had the dance party. So they had all been drinking and we were doing shots. I was so tired. And I'm just like, I'm just I just like. I, when I travel, I'm just kind of chill. They were out having a dance party, which I have videotape of that as well. But they had a great time. We got up and did some line dances. We had a, a st little radio thing, that, a stereo speaker thing that we were using, a Bluetooth. And we had a good time in our little impromptu dance party. And that was really all we did. And then we got up in the morning and had to leave at 8 o'clock in the morning. So... So uh, for me, part of the first day, uh, A, um, in contrast, I went to a Whole Foods the first day because the CVS wasn't open. You know I don't support Amazon in any way, shape, or form, but it's like, well, I need something. After that, I didn't have to buy any food, zero food, because they had breakfast, they had lunch, they had dinner, or special gatherings with vendors. I mean, there's a lot of money potentially flowing around, so people are ready to do meet and greets this is all on yeah. the up and up there's nothing weird about it no, uh, that's but on the first night are. when uh, when on the first night um 
me and a, a co-worker, uh, we had gone to Whole Foods and we were walking around trying to understand more of the streets and just a lot of things going on. We get to some more, uh, more of a pedestrian street, turn the corner, I'm chatting away with him. And then you ever hear, because there's a din, you don't realize someone's yelling at you. So there's a gal, she's been saying, sir, and uh, my kombucha had almost dropped out of the bottom of the bag. Uh, it had kind of sweated through a paper bag. So we went back to, we are gonna go someplace that night uh, for a quick bite, Buffalo Wild Wings is all we, all we ended up going to. Um, but uh, I said, well, in between, let's just go ahead and get this back to uh, the hotel room so I don't have to be carrying it around. So we did, and then we hit the elevator and there's two other people with us and it did not move. Oh yes, this story. And so, I, it was one of those where you had to use your badge to activate it, but then someone mentioned later it shouldn't need activated on the way back down to the no, lobby, does it? which is probably true, but it wasn't going anywhere. And it said, uh, um, it, there was like a, a little voice that said, the, the elevator is experiencing momentary technical difficulties. And I made some joke about Alexa and people laughed or giggled or whatever. And then, but then we realized it wasn't going anywhere and we couldn't hit any buttons. And so then we're like, uh, apparently we're stuck in the elevator on the first day. And so on the one hand, it's like, well, we're not falling. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but you do feel a little bit claustrophobic. It is a tall elevator. I immediately look up and go, is, is it like the movies? Is there, is there a way to get out of the top of the elevator if we had to? And I said, yep, there's one up there, but it's like, I'm not kidding you, a nine foot tall elevator. And so it's like, that would be not easy, but luckily the person I'm with is six foot seven and you know, little railings. If I really had to get up there, I probably could. And he pushed me up the rest of the way. But you know- Do you guys realize that that's something that's never gonna happen, nor would a hotel allow you to pop yeah, through the ceiling doesn't. of the thing. Oh, hey, you guys inside I there. Didn't say just get on, get on top of each other's things. I didn't say they'd tell us to, I meant if they didn't. So obviously none of that happened at first and we were hitting the alarm. And then- uh, uh, -uh. The, the, beep, 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 Yeah, beep, beep. Hit then, and then the uh, co-worker's like, well guys, just so you know, uh, three three beeps is SOS, so I'm just gonna come over here and keep hitting it till somebody answers. So it wasn't too loud, so that wasn't too annoying. But I'll be darned if he wasn't dead set on it. So eventually, he does realize that that's not it's not telling them that. Once you hit the button, it's just an alarm. I don't know. It's not going like beep 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 beep. You're not. You can't do Morse code. <laughs> I don't think he's actually like... doing dots and dashes. He wasn't. But on the other hand, you're right. I don't know why he's going. T t t. Once you hit it, it's going off. I mean, you hit it. I let him do it. I wasn't. I wasn't going to be too. You know. No, let him have fun with it. it. It wasn't really loud, and they weren't. They weren't being bothered. But then I'm like, oh well. What about the little push to speak? Because it may not be the same thing. So sure enough, push to speak. You hear it dial. We get a hold of them. That we say we're stuck in here. And said, oh well, the engineer. We'll get a hold of the engineer. And uh, so we're kind of hanging out. I, I lay down low because you're already going to be a little bit claustrophobic, but it wasn't a small elevator. It had it had uh, boards of uh, buttons on either side of the door, so it's a little bit bigger. And, uh, and so we're waiting and call back up. There's somebody waiting at the lobby to meet us downstairs uh, to go somewhere. But at first we think maybe she's up on the higher floor where her room is. So we're like, don't get on the elevator. Anyway, eventually... Uh, they still haven't 
given us an update. We kind of called through the phone, but it had been super long. You know how these types of things can seem longer than they are. So I expect we weren't in there much more than 10 minutes and maybe it was only like seven or something. Maybe it was 12. And then I go, I'm gonna hit the open button. And they open, <laughs> even though they weren't going anywhere. And I don't know that I had hit the open button, but my coworker said he did on the other side. So we're like, and we're out. So what you immediately you're gonna do, you're gonna go out. You're not gonna go, hey, by the way, we're out. Right. So you think, well, we, we're going down the lobby anyway. They'll find out soon enough that we're out. And so I'm like, okay, well, let's lose, let's use the stairs. So I'm running around from winning, you know, going to the end of the, down here, guys, stairs are down here. And so the coworker comes with me. We go tromping down the stairs, get to the bottom, and we can't get through to the lobby. It's locked. You need a badge. And it's like, okay. And then we're kind of thinking, knock, 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 over so here. So the hotel's dummies. on fire and you're taking the stairs, you're going to burn to death? Well, the thing is, there's an emergency exit if we wanted to take it, but we're like, oh, would that, would would that the, mean yeah, that, you yeah. know, all of a sudden they're wondering what's going on and everybody has to leave their room or something weird like that? I don't know. So we knew we were safe, you know, so we're just like, dunk, 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 and then we call, okay, figure out how to call them and say, hey, we were in the elevator, we're not anymore, and before we left, the co-worker's like, okay, well, good luck. And the other people decided to use another elevator. I'm thinking, oh, I don't know to use an elevator. I can get down. I can get down however many floors it was in a matter of a couple of minutes. I'm still, I can still bound downstairs. And so no problem for me. And maybe they couldn't do that. So they're going to take the elevators. And uh, so we got down there and then we're trying to coordinate that. And then we're telling the person who's waiting for us, we're like, like we're literally on the first floor. So we're calling back and forth. And she goes, okay, well, they're looking for you. And then she goes, we hear a fire engine. <laughs> and then she's like, I think that's for you. I'm like, and I heard it through her phone and outside the door. And I'm like, and nobody said, hey, nobody said, and I thought about this later, nobody in the lobby knew where this stairwell was. Isn't that crazy? Like, um, we don't know that. We don't know. I don't have that information, sir. Like, what? You don't know where your elevator, your stairwells go out? So it turns out, but you still think that could be on some little book somewhere if you're working the front, uh, that it was kind of in the, you know, down on the first floor. Maybe it's like the back halls because of who knows what, restaurants. So maybe you didn't take the right staircase because I always take the stairs at the, I don't like taking. There was nothing up at the top. Nothing said, do not take these stairs. These stairs do not exit to lobby. However, um. as we're tromping down, it's possible that about the third floor, maybe it said, do not go any further. This won't help oh, you out. Oh, gotcha. So had we thought through it or had the people of the lobby been smart enough, they probably could have said, and it would have made sense to us. But remember, we're kind of thinking we're potentially just on the other side of the door if you just find the door. Right. You know, that uh, we probably should have just gone up a couple of floors and we may have been able to get out. But we're not thinking that. We're just like... But how would you have got down to second and third one? And I mean, how would you have gotten down without being back in an elevator? Well, uh, no, I mean, I'm in the stairwell now. Had we gone up the stairs... Up the stairs to floor three, how do you get to floor two well, and one and maybe it's working lobby? by now. I don't know. But you'd have to get back uh, in the elevator? Yeah, I would presume, uh, yeah, or no, I'd have to you. understand. So, this is why I don't like elevators. So, anyway, uh, uh, firemen appear, and we're like, we're down here! And then they're appearing with uh, the hotel person, and they just open it up, and we're in the back halls is part of the reason. But you'd still think, you'd be like, hey, basic basic idea, if someone's, this is where the, the, the stairwells go. Or you even know. a sign that says to exit, go to floor three. 
Yeah, down there. And like I said, we may have been running around too quick you know, that we could have missed a sign them. that said, don't go any further. Oh. Well, the great thing is, also, there's a survey, and I haven't said anything yet. I would we're be just like, okay, we're out. We're out. And uh, I didn't really go, hey, by the way, I'm the guy who's stuck in the elevator. Because I kind of thought when they got us out, they might go, you know what? Let's let's help you out here. But we didn't ask for it. We're just like, okay, we're out. Awesome. Thank you. And off we went. So, uh, yeah. And then no more problems with the elevator. They worked the rest of the week yeah yeah i don't know yeah they worked and i, and I don't know what the problem was um they did shut them it's down probably so. user error did, did anybody like push the lobby button we we pushed yeah i'm just joking okay but i mean you kind of think you don't even the funny thing is you're, you're just clicking other floors and then maybe immediately it would have opened you know probably i mean i don't know uh like I said, my coworker said he hit open door. So at first, I wasn't paying attention. I was gabbing, and I didn't know where we were. It wasn't until, okay, apparently we didn't move, but then nobody thought to hit open. Right. Like, for all I know, we had gone down a floor, but then they go, where are you? What floor are you on? I was like, well, I guess we're still on the eighth floor. For all we know, I guess it didn't move. But, you know, when you first get in an elevator. Right. Uh, so, yeah, elevator, that was uh, one bad thing I had not had happen before. It wasn't. It wasn't too. I'd got down low to where it was cool, and I can imagine the guy was there was six foot seven. Like he already was the one going beep 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 beep, and the air up there is warmer. So I wonder if he's like I wasn't freaking out. I was I was peeing. I'm surprised because you're so cold. I thought you'd be one on his shoulders. You're like, can I get on your shoulders? Cause I'm so cold down here. Do you have a weather sweater? <laughs> can I buy you a weather sweater? Put it in. Get on my. your shoulders. Oh, well, our trip ended it ended very well. We made it back straight through. We went to a place called the Galleria, which is a security guard at everybody, every door of the shop with like Gucci and Louis Vuitton and Rolex and Burberry and all the shops that I did not go into because I can't afford anything. And God forbid I break something. Then I'd be like my whole life savings gone. So uh, as a cute shop, we ate at the uh, Cheesecake Factory. You know what I did? Did not have cheesecake. I withstand from the cheesecake. Thought I was pretty good about that because I've been trying to eat a little healthier, watching my, you know, watching everything and trying to get back into it. And I'm telling you, I'm suffering right now because I'm just starving because I know I can't eat. <laughs> and so I'm just starving. Like, convince yourself you're fine, Kim. You're fine. You're fine. So that was really our trip. We made it back, stopped at Legends and ate at Famous Dave's for dinner really fast. That was another problem. We got there, and it was 8 o'clock on a Friday. Back in, in, in Legends. In, in Kansas City. In Kansas City, City yeah. yeah. And it was 8 o'clock on a Friday. There was like five cars in the parking lot. There was nobody there. And they sit us down, and all of a sudden, everything kind of fills up. Our poor waitress... The bartender must have been slammed for some reason or doing something else because it took probably about 10 minutes to get our drinks. And she came over and then she just kept apologizing and then our food finally came and she was apologizing for different things and I tipped her very well because she did such a good job. She's like, we were getting ready to get everything closed down because we didn't have anybody in here and then we just filled up and I'm thinking, it is Friday at the Legends, eight o'clock. What do you mean? Like, when do you close? Nine? Like, you guys are ridiculous. Kansas City, get with it. But it was a, we had a really nice little meal and uh, 
then we just drove back home and that was our that was our trip it wasn't it wasn't out of control um it did kind of exhaust me having that many people in a house that's my energy was kind of draining there I'm just not used to being around that many people for that long of time and having to coordinate things. So that was a little bit more complicated for me. It used to not be, but I'm just by myself so much that, um, you know, like Ron and I were perfect whenever we're, we're doing something. We kind of like mesh yeah. right there. Ones are at one But it's one that third person or no. that fourth person, that fifth person. So, so yeah, you, you're an it. extrovert, but you get into the being used to uh, behaving more like an introvert. And then it's just a little different for you. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it was a business trip. And so uh, the location, Charlotte, downtown Charlotte's very cool, very convenient. The hotel wasn't one. The closest exit from the hotel was literally a short city, a partial short city block to a convention center that was nice and large. The convention was well run. Uh, the spaces were large. It was it's kind of shaped in a T and the north end of the kind of upside down T, if you will. The stem was not even a full city block away from door to door. We had food all over the place, breakfast, lunch and dinner. They had giant exhibit halls with a bunch of vendors i probably didn't pick as many brains as i should and could have but went to session after session after session uh, got some goodies and knickknacks did did plenty of potential networking because one thing that i know i can do it's just that as an introvert you don't know what to do with it later as as a i don't know a thinking introvert who can talk about anything i can talk with anybody anybody as long as there's some reason to talk if the if the conversation gets started i can i can continue it and i can you know get people going and that type of a thing so that was certainly emphasized for me talk with a lot of people had plenty of educational sessions presented by vendors and um, public sector employees and all kinds of things that's going to help broaden my knowledge uh, for my career which is important because I'm always trying to, you know, look out for the bottom line on behalf of other people. And the more I know, the more I can look out for that bottom line. Now, the cool stuff also was besides all the good little Chotskys and chatting and picking brains with people, I wouldn't have gone to as many sessions in the future. Some of them were duplicative a little bit. And there were some hours I had seven different sessions you could go to, depending on all very close, all very convenient. In the future, if I were to go to the same type of thing and had a similar setup, I would spend more time to block to go down in the vendor hall and right. pick the brand. I'm I, I'm not technical. I'm technical adjacent, but it's important to for right. me to understand some technical concepts, and I do pretty well conceptually. But to understand them more in depth would be valuable. So those sessions are great. But to really talk to a certain vendor or that person and go, okay, these guys, I see what they're saying here. And then you kind of have a similar conversation with another one, maybe informed by the one you just had. And then you ask a better question and, and get right. some more detail. I probably would have spent more time there. What was very cool, too, was some of the uh, uh, kind of industry get-togethers at night. At one night, we were on a, a, a roof, like a restaurant roof. I'm sorry, one of those... You know, near top floor restaurants that goes out onto mm -hmm. a porch, and yep. uh, and so that was very very cool. And another night, we had live jazz a few places, which was also a lot of fun. And uh, got to go to Panthers Stadium, you know, where the Carolina Panthers play. 
um, and go field level, not on the field, of course, but there is a little area down there, There, I'm sure. That stadium mostly reminds me of, of Arrowhead because it's pretty simple. It's not a bunch of luxury boxes, right. and it's outdoor. Uh, but all that was walking distance. That was lucky if it was – if I were just walking by myself, it wasn't a 12-minute walk. Gotcha. Convention Center was not a three-minute walk. The Spectrum Center, which is where the – Hornets play. Uh, we didn't need to go there, but we went in that direction to go to another place. Wouldn't be a seven-minute walk for me from oh, wow. where I was. Very cool. So, uh, and also the NASCAR Hall of Fame was right there. Super cool, and yeah. we had a get together there, and uh, it was um, a very cool get together. And we just every time we looked, we spent a little bit more time uh, doing these other things. So NASCAR Hall of Fame highly. Highly recommended. Of course, I say that when it's free to me, you know, but it was, it still seemed pretty cool. So, all that stuff was uh, pretty cool, almost like touristy type things, even though honestly, yeah. the real reason Charlotte got money uh, wasn't from directly from my pocket because I only had to spend money the very first night. Oh, I mean, on the way out of town, we went to some regional mm, pizza place called, I don't know, Magic Mushroom or something like that, supposedly regional pizza. Um, but the coworker who's from Atlanta knew of it and is mm-hmm. you know glad to see it, uh, and uh, spent. But like all, the, I w- I even drank a little bit, but just enough to be social, and all the drinks were free too. So I didn't have to spend, and the most I had to spend out of my pocket was the reimbursable. What do you call in check in? What do you call like your thirty bucks for bags? Thirty bucks for bags. Oh. I mean just the flight stuff. Right. Uh, so we took a you know we bu- uh, we shared an Uber. And so I didn't have to spend 30 bucks out of my pocket once I was there. I mean, I basically... Yeah, but that's how conferences normally are. Normally, you yeah, just so get shipped sweet. to a place and then it's just paid for. And you did pay for it because you paid taxes. I, right. So, I mean, it's... it's. But those are those kind of things I don't have a problem with when they are informing people. Education is so important to get you to actually enjoy your well, job. That's why I love going to like my retreats well, and, and what energizes you is remembering that as you struggle over here trying to stand up for your uh, organizational your entity's bottom line that there are other people that are in a parallel situation right and now for instance today for the first time until i get there i did not know there was a monthly meeting on certain topics that would be important to be informed upon that's you know, for the technical adjacent would inform them. Right. And now it's like, how did I not know about this? Come on, organization. You want to, you want your non-technical people to be a little bit more aware as they go. Let them be a part of these, like, literally it's a Zoom or a Teams call. Yeah. It's like, no, and they're free. So yeah. there's, there's, there's no money involved except do you have the time Instead of doing whatever else, and, you know, I mean, come on, it's public sector. You probably can when it's a once-a-month meeting. Right. So, literally on Tuesday, I went to a meeting since then, knowing that there was a meeting this Tuesday. Uh, today, I attended yesterday. a virtual... Uh, yesterday. Uh, it's been a long week already. A virtual meeting, um, you know, in, in order to... Uh, that I didn't even know about before. So, now I know to go find my counterparts and other and other parts of the industry, if you will, and go, they're they're trying to do the same lessons learned. Right. And because of that, it's like, I felt so isolated. And this probably is parallel wherever you are. It's possible that there's some kind of a 
a virtual meeting that happens. Go look yeah. for those. Oh yeah, because the tons same of them. questions might be asked, and those are people trying to learn. So, in a group of thirty to fifty, you know, with no, no doubt somebody's leading it. It's kind of like the ones that you do, just for yep. for leadership and entrepreneurship. But for specific questions, like how are you doing? Uh, you know, Minnesota or whoever, and then they say, right. this is where we are. Hey, does anybody know about this? And all of a sudden, yeah. where you're kind of thinking you're isolated, it, other people have similar questions, especially exactly. in the, especially in the public sector where similar things might be happening in other areas. And you can brainstorm and help each directors. other fix so, problems. So, so that part's huge, and I took massive notes, as you could expect, yeah. because I went there as a, you know, to kind of represent and be able to inform my team. So yeah. still have to kind of piece those those notes together and haven't got all the presentations to kind of you ever like take notes but you don't have the book and so if yeah. someone were to look at your notes they would have made they no would sense. know what was going on so right uh yeah very interesting and and my i want to bring value back to my entity Good. by making sure i summarize those notes and, and and brief the people that are necessary to brief for what it's worth maybe it won't be worth much to them yeah but i want to make sure i connect but it'll that, be worth for you connect it to because people have gone every single year you know how yeah. how many you know how many times i've been briefed by this any of this zero ever in five years and a half decade zero times yeah and i ain't that i ain't down with that no. so uh, well, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, no, no, it was very good. good. Uh, and uh, the way back, I, I, I'd already. It's funny how how quickly your uh, uh, your viewpoint changes because I said I, I looked at that plane and I knew I wasn't claustrophobic, but I remember I was already on the plane. The thing had already taken off on the way back, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. I remember. Uh, I remember that time where I looked at a plane and was claustrophobic for a second. Uh, so <laughs> five days ago. Yeah, five days ago. <laughs> Uh, but Charlotte is uh, at least down. I mean, our Uber driver on the way back was very talkative. On the way in, not talkative at all. So I feel, and good for her. I mean, I, I kind of figured, man, she's not saying a thing. Here I'm thinking like cabbie, maybe an Uber's like a cabbie. They're just, you know, chatty, chatty McChatterton. I'm like, you know what? I'll bet you that maybe she's very early immigrant. She's not comfortable. Like She didn't say a word. Yeah. On the way back, another immigrant, but from, I think he said Columbia. He was just talking like crazy. He was very entertaining. He said, well, it's Charlotte downtown. That, yeah, that's the only pl only thing they have. Right. Yeah, it's like, that's it. And, <laughs> and then we kind of cracked it. And we cracked up and we said, yeah, now we think about it, the rest of it does look like Topeka. Yeah. <laughs> so I wondered if that was true. But for their downtown, it's pretty sweet. I mean, yeah. my hotel was uh, pretty nice, uh, supposedly a four-star and the view was very cool. The nighttime view was cool. Uh, skyline was very neat. And you always felt safe right there. And it's yeah. a pretty diverse city, too. Yeah. Uh, so that, it, was a, it was really a fun trip. Very cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for giving us your time. We always appreciate our listeners. And we're excited to keep doing the show. Make sure to go to Facebook, Chemology 411. Leave us a comment. Or you can send us a voicemail on anchor.fm. Thank you, Tyson, for helping make Chemology 401 so awesome. You're welcome. All right, guys. Keep taking all of your adventures, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.